Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Welcome back. And can you believe it's only eight weeks to Christmas? That's ridiculous, isn't it? Oh, I was going through the shops the other day and realised all the Christmas decorations were out and it was such a shock. I thought I'd better check how far away Christmas actually is. And when I counted up, just over eight weeks. So, gosh, there's so much been going on this year and it feels like this has just happened and will we be ready? And, you know, what's it going to be like? Is it going to be different than normal? I'm not going to be able to see some of my family. You know, all of these things um, really... I think will affect the way that we actually view Christmas this year. But, you know, on the other hand, a lot of people might be thinking, well, let's enjoy Christmas because it's going to be the last thing in a very unplanned year. And um, it's got maybe something to bring the joy back. I don't know how you're feeling about it personally. But what I thought I would do is I thought realistically, eight weeks to go, great time to start planning your spending and what you're going to be uh, needing to save to be in order to be ready for Christmas because realistically how many people out there have actually in the past put all of their spending for Christmas on a credit card and have taken ages to pay it off afterwards come on hands up who's going to own up to it obviously I can't see you but I know there's quite a lot of people who do do that and they take about four to six months the following year just to recover for, from, from that type of spending on the credit card and before you know it's Christmas again so I really want to talk to you about planning and thinking ahead and getting it right and in order to do that I'm sorry here comes the b word again but you are going to have to put together a bit of a budget in order to be able to plan ahead and to do things a little bit better this year okay so what I thought would be a good idea um, would be to make a list first of all so grab yourself a pen and paper um, and I want you to answer these questions so first of all in order to know how much you should be saving or pussing away from now until Christmas think about who do you actually buy for do you buy for or everybody in your family or do you just buy for the children uh, a lot of families now do Kris Kringle, so they only buy for one person and there's a set amount, so you feel like you are not frantically racing around buying gifts that people don't want uh, or not knowing what to get. You actually can buy for one person and use a significant amount to give them a good gift. Um, so lots of people do different things nowadays, so really just have a look at, well, who am I buying for? And then the second question is, how much on average do I usually spend on each person? Once you know that, you can look at, okay, well, 
um, I know how much I need to put away for gifts because you would go, how many people am I buying for times by how much on each person? But then there's another thing that you also need to be planning. At this time of year, in, in the past, and this year may be different, but in the past, usually there's an increase in the amount of times you go around to somebody else's house, uh, you go to parties, you go to events, there's lots of end of school year events on, which often do require, we need to have takeaway that night, there's going to be no chance that we can come home and have a meal, you know, all of these things, even doing the Christmas shopping, I always set aside something in my budget to, so that I can sit down in the middle of shopping and regroup and have a coffee and some lunch. I always put that as part of the budget as well. So have a look at what are the actual expenses that you're going to accrue at at this Christmas period for going to parties and for going to any events, okay? And then don't forget how much is Christmas Day actually costing you? If you are hosting Christmas dinner, Let's be honest again, we all tend to overeat at Christmas and there's usually a huge feast that goes on that could last from morning till night. I know in our home, when it's our turn to have Christmas, we have breakfast for those who can make it for breakfast. Then we have a late lunch. Sometimes we eat an evening meal, not very often leftovers or people just nibble at the packets of um, chocolate sitting on the side or whatever. Um, by then, most people are feeling a bit sleepy. So, but anyway, you know what your year, your um, food is like at that time of year, and it costs you significantly more than a normal week's worth of groceries would be. Um, so I want you to really think about that. What are you spending for your Christmas day? Do you have to take something along to somebody else's house? Or are you providing the whole lot? And do you provide the drinks or do people bring drinks or what happens? So you need to look at what that cost is as well. So once you've got that, who are you buying for? How much on each person? How many parties or events are you going to go to that are going to cost you money? And estimate how much that's going to be. And what does a typical Christmas day's worth of food cost? Add all those things up and then divide them by the, the amount of pays that you're going to get paid between now and then. So if you get paid monthly, you would divide it by how many months. If you get paid fortnightly, how many fortnights. If you get paid weekly, how many weeks. Eight weeks, actually. (laughs) Okay, so I thought I'd do a bit of a breakdown for you to, to save you a bit of time. And just look at four categories. If you're the type of person that spends $2,000 on your total of your Christmas, you would need to set aside either $167 a month or $77 a fortnight or $38.50 per week. I'm rounding these figures up, by the way. I don't want to do any odd sense. Um, what about $1,000 per um, for your Christmas total budget? Well, you would have to save $84 per month, or $38.50 per fortnight, or $19.30 per week. If you're a $500 budget person for Christmas, $42 per month would be fine or $19.25 per fortnight or $9.70 per week and if you spend $250 per Christmas period then you've got $20 you need to save per month or $9.70 per fortnight or $5 per week. Now let me just tell you I have been looking Uh, into people's budgets for many many years and there's no right or wrong answer people spend varied amounts on Christmas and there is no right answer I love Christmas 
so I know how much I like to put aside for Christmas for when especially when it's uh, in our home and how much we love to be hospitable and enjoy people so we know how much we need to put aside but everybody is very different and so be very honest with yourself if you feel like you you would like to spend a lot more than you can afford to put away then plan start planning in January Uh, Just a bit of a side note to all of you wonderful Christmas clubbers out there. You've been putting away money since January of last year. Well done you. You can be sitting there very happily thinking, oh, I know I've got such and such an amount of dollars and I can soon go out spending it. Well, well done you. You should be very proud of yourself. Um, uh, But you have got eight weeks to plan how you're going to spend that and make sure that you don't go over budget and keep to budget. Okay, so I thought I would just explain that. Also remember along the way that even if you're saving something per month and you see a great bargain that would match somebody's gift, there's nothing wrong with spending it along the way. You don't have to save it all up and wait till December. Oh gosh, and wait till Christmas Eve. That would be horrendous. So let me give you an example. Let's say you're saving $84 a month and you see the best pair of uh, wonderful pajamas that your Uncle Harry would absolutely love. Um, and they're on sale. So you take your $84 and you buy the pajamas on sale. If they cost $84, that's fine. You've got the money there. That's what you planned. That's fine. If you've got some change, then you put the remainder away. But you tick Uncle Harry off the list. You have done his present and you got it all organized and you put it away. So that's good. So you can be spending along the way, but this is just for the total budget. That's what you're putting away per month, per fortnight or per week. Okay, so um, I also just want to give you a bit of a um, help towards being a little bit creative. This year, for some people, you would have had a very financially tight year. Um, Your world possibly would have been rocked by the fact that you had a uh, a reduced income or you even lost your job. Um, and so Christmas for you, you might be feeling a little bit out of sorts. This is you've not got access to the disposable income that you would normally have. Look, I, I'm a big believer in being very open and honest with family and friends. And um, and I've probably uh, d- uh, been very vulnerable with my family over the years. So they would not be shocked if I said to them, look, we're really not going to be able to afford very much this Christmas. And we would all accept it. If one of my children came to me and said, mom, we're not going to be able to give Christmas presents this year. I would not care because I think I just want to spend time with you. Let's get together and celebrate. So, look, I want you to be very um, open and honest and maybe a little bit vulnerable, but there's nothing wrong with saying that. A lot of people will be in the same boat and maybe, just maybe, you'll help someone else to be able to open up and be very honest and let it be a year of let's just get together and celebrate that we've made it through the year and that we're healthy and strong and we can go into next year knowing differently okay so look i want you to be open and honest if you do feel like you would still like to give but you need to start getting creative you've actually got eight weeks to be creative it's a great time to get started so let me just give you a few ideas one of the things that i've noticed uh, creeping into people's giving over Christmas in the last couple of years people have got a bit sick of actually going out frantically buying gifts and they've actually decided instead of buying gifts we're just going to get together and celebrate we're going to have a really great 
a celebration dinner, we're not worrying about gifts. There's nothing wrong with that. And actually, that would fit in very well this year, especially if money is a little bit tight. So why not say, look, I want, really want to celebrate with whoever it is. Maybe it's a group of your friends that you would normally buy gifts for. Let's just celebrate this year because gift giving is going to be a little bit tight. Or you may not even want to mention that. You can say, I just want to put on a, a dinner to celebrate you as my friends this year and just enjoy getting them together. So it can be a little bit more expensive than a normal meal, but not as expensive as getting them all an individual gift. So that's a really great idea. The other thing you can do is put on a barbecue and for the children, so you're not having to buy individual gifts for the children, you can do a treasure hunt. I am notorious for doing treasure hunts because I absolutely love doing them. And uh, we will often have treasure hunts. Well, anytime I can put one on I would love to do that so we have them throughout the year mainly in uh, at Easter you probably hear me talking about that near the time but kids love that um, and you've got eight weeks to work on your clues and you take them all over your garden and your house and they find the next clue and then the next clue and they come to a treasure chest at the end where there's either lollies or chocolate gold in there which the kids always love um, and if you're not into sweets and chocolates and things like that there can be little tiny gifts in there look it doesn't matter what those gifts are the joy has been in in actually finding the treasure reading the map whatever you want to do or collecting things along the way they've had a great time and those children will remember that for many years I do treasure hunts for my children and my grandchildren my, ch my grown-up children still love treasure hunts the other thing you can do at a family barbecue or as a gathering of all your good friends is to put on a piñata for the children. Now, again, that doesn't need to be expensive. Piñatas are these things that you, um, it's like a big decorated box full of goodies. It can either be chocolates and sweets or it can be little gifts. And you tie that suspended from your pergola outside and you get them to bash this piñata and break it open and all of the prezzies fall on the floor so that can also be a cheaper way of doing multiple presents um, without having to think individually for somebody and it can cost you a lot less so a bit more creative ideas looking at how you can spend less but still have a great time of celebration the other thing is, if you've got skills like cooking or sewing, you know, they make great gifts. I remember people giving me preserved lemons from their lemon tree, which have been amazing. Uh, beautiful jams from their um, fruit trees, uh, homemade um, chocolates presented in a lovely box absolutely delicious and they just feel a little bit more special because somebody's actually made them with you in mind so that's really lovely um or if you're a sewer you know on a side note my goodness when did cushions suddenly start costing so much money i was out shopping on the weekend looking for some new cushions do you know a cushion costs between 30 and over a hundred dollars that's ridiculous so i'm just saying out there if anybody does so you know a cushion makes a great gift because there's some beautiful cushions out there but way too expensive so go looking at what material is available and put your skills to good use. I'm sure there's other things you can sew, sew, but I am just on a bit of a tangent at the moment, sorry, because I'm looking for cushions and they're way too expensive. So I'm going to have to get my sewing machine out because I can sew, so I've got no excuse. So what I'm really trying to do is say, look, let's really enjoy Christmas. It's way too early for me to wish you all a Merry Christmas, eight weeks too early, 
but it is not too early to start thinking about it and planning, making your lists, check them twice (laughs) um, and get started on planning ahead. And that way you won't dissolve into be having a debt ridden Christmas. There'll be no credit cards being used. Just get on the way and make sure that you have a really great time planning it. And so, you know, I always say at the end of my podcast, let's face the music and dance. So I'm really just asking you to face the music of what does Christmas cost? And instead of worrying about it, let's dance all over it. So until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week and let's face the music and dance. Just stop, 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 just stop